0: Good morning and welcome to another episode of Motherhood on Mondays with me, your host, Jessica Olson. Good morning, guys, and welcome to another episode of Motherhood on Mondays. How are you guys doing today? I have had such a busy week. I feel like this was one of those weeks that I was just like, go, go, go. All week and my kids are definitely showing signs of being out of the house way too much. So it was a busy week. I had quite a few play dates that I went to. And then we had like a raspberry festival that we went to both days. And now I'm just feeling tuckered out, but I'm laying in bed and I want to record this episode because this episode has been on my heart for a while now. And in today's episode, I want to talk about suffering in a social media age and how do we present our suffering in a social media age as Christians and as Christian moms in a social media age that tells us that we should air everything that we have going on in our lives on social media. So let's jump into it. So, suffering. When you hear the word suffering, I feel like that is a word that you're like, I don't like it. I don't like the idea of suffering. And I agree, I don't wanna suffer either. I think that we all hope that we will not experience a lot of suffering in our lives. And this is something that I've really been thinking a lot about lately, just because we are currently in a really weird in-between season. And it's not necessarily the most comfortable of the seasons that I have experienced and uh there's been some hard moments there's been some moments that as a mom haven't been my greatest and i always tend to look on the optimistic side of things and then i kind of uh started to just think about the topic of suffering and it got me to thinking about a lot of things that i'm seeing lately in mom communities and it really just made me think to myself and i think god put this on my heart too Um, how am I presenting my suffering on social media? Because we all have social medias and social media tells you to share everything in public, right? And there's this really great thing about social media is that you can connect with other people and you can have a ministry on social media. A big part of my life is my ministry of talking about different sufferings I've experienced in my life. Like, my motherhood journey my miscarriage that i experienced and uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can share things on social media that can be really uh great and open doors for you to connect with other people um but it also got me thinking about the not so good parts of suffering and i have gone through suffering that i have not endured all that great. And I've not been in the best of mind frames for some of the suffering that I've endured. And as I was just just thinking over this topic, it really just was laid on my heart to talk about how are we suffering on our social media pages and how are we reflecting Christ and how we are sharing about our sufferings. And so I'm like trying to, I'm trying to think of how to word this because I don't think there's a great way to word it. So I'll just kind of say it like this. So if you've ever talked with someone and had a conversation with someone, you have probably talked to someone about situations they've gone through or situations they're currently going through that maybe they're experiencing some suffering. And uh, there's a couple of different people that I feel like I've encountered when you talk about suffering. And there are people that are optimistic that they are going through something, but they know it's gonna be okay. And then you will encounter people that are the direct opposite of where they're going through something and it's just a lot for them. And maybe they're not handling it the best and it can feel really overwhelming talking with them. And then I also feel like there are these people that you will talk to and have these conversations with about what they're experiencing. And it'll almost feel like they almost enjoy suffering in a way or want to have suffering to get pity from people. And you're kinda like I'm you're like, excuse me, do you are you, are you wanting to suffer so that you like I'm so confused here. So my example for this is when Charles was first born, uh we had a situation happened when he was born of where he was born in a birth center and we had to transfer to the hospital and for someone that was a new mom that was very hard for me to experience i even and i've talked about it as very traumatic because my baby was in the knee and i didn't know what was wrong that was very traumatic for me and if you've had a baby and you've had a labor story that hasn't always gone according to plan you can probably guess where i'm going with this there have been situations of where i have talked about um in the past way, 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 way way back when Charles was a baby where I would be telling people my story. And for some reason, it seems like I I would encounter people that seem to want to top my story as theirs being more traumatic or more worse or for some reason, my suffering could never compare to the suffering they experienced. And you're talking, and it doesn't even have to be about labor, but you encounter these people that for some reason no matter how much you relate to them or how much you try to tell them that they're not alone in their suffering, that there's literally a million other people. I've encountered these people that it seems like, no matter how you relate to them or talk to them about it, it seems like they're trying to top your suffering with their suffering somehow being worse and how you can't possibly understand. And it is so weird when I encounter these people. And I wanted to talk about that. And I wanted to talk about connecting suffering with what the Bible says about suffering. And I also wanted to just bring this to something that I'm seeing a lot in the church. Is how I see people posting their sufferings on social media. And as Christians, how are we bringing a Christ-like perspective when sharing and understanding our, our, our suffering and how we're experiencing our suffering. And so diving into this, I want to say, first of all, I am not saying that suffering isn't legitimate and that it isn't hard or that it's not valid or that it's not going to be hard. Suffering is going to be hard. We're all going to encounter those things. So, I don't want to be dismissive to the fact that there are people that are going that are going to be going through really hard times that are listening to this. I don't want you to listen to this and feel like I am being dismissive of whatever situation that you're facing. Because I think a lot of times we talk about these topics and people feel like, oh, well you're just telling me to brush, brush this off and just be positive. I'm not saying that at all. You're experiencing what you're experiencing as a human And you have very real and valid things that you are feeling through whatever suffering you're going through right now. I am just kind of countering this with like, let's do a deep dive into what the Bible says about suffering. Let's look about how we are sharing when we are going through these seasons. And what is a Christ-like perspective to handle suffering? So, something that I have really started to notice is there seems to be this trend and I've started to see this amongst a lot of even Christian women that will post things about their sufferings on social media and you know I have done this too I have gone through really hard times where I've posted about a really hard season in my life and I've been really overwhelmed and I've clicked the post button and I probably should have read over it again um but i've also noticed within christian circles there seeming to be a, a a tone or a a purpose behind these posts that makes me question sometimes the heart motives of what are we trying to what is our heart motive behind sharing the suffering that we are sharing and sometimes it feels like the motive in sharing some of these sufferings is more of a selfish motive versus a motive in trying to um, encourage or point people to Christ. And I understand in your suffering that can be very hard to be like, I'm going through this really hard time. Now, let me also be optimistic or, you know, I'm not telling you to pull up your bootstraps and be like, oh, but God, you know, but God, oh, yeah, this is going to be totally fine if. Very oftentimes when you're in those midst of sufferings, you don't know if it's going to be okay, but you're trying to trust in God. But what I'm starting to see a lot of is, even in Christian realms, of where social media says to share everything, and I'm starting to see this really big shift of, instead of sharing things to try and identify with people, or to try to connect, or maybe make this like a ministry thing, I'm starting to see a lot of people sharing sufferings, almost for like a selfish gain or selfish motive. And I think we really have to look at the Bible to truly understand and ask ourselves, why are we sharing a suffering that we are going through? And to do that, first of all, we have to have the correct perspective of what suffering is. And I think I think we forget to go to the Bible and have this correct perspective perspective about suffering and it's really easy to look at our Bibles and look at the things that the Bible says about how blessed we're going to be or how fruitful we're going to be and I think a lot of times Christians have this perspective that because we are Christians that we are not going to encounter suffering and I think we think in our heads that you know because we have Jesus and we Are hopefully being wise, that our lives are going to be really easy. And I think that is the first mistake that a lot of Christians make that will trip them up when they encounter suffering. Because we read these really great parts of the Bible that talk about the blessings we're going to receive, but we assume that we are only going to be blessed with riches and an easy life. And we forget that sometimes the blessings come in the hard times as well. And so we have to have this perspective that is balanced. And what does the Bible say about suffering as well? Because I think as Christians, sometimes we have this mindset that life should just be easy and we forget that in all honesty, the Bible honestly talks more about us as Christians suffering. And there's so many passages in the Bible that talk about suffering and that as Christians, we should expect to suffer And how should you suffer? And so I think that sometimes the first mistake we make that trips up our attitudes and trips up our perspectives is this idea that as Christians, we shouldn't face suffering. And so when we do face suffering, it almost trips us up in our attitudes and makes us like, oh, but why me? Or I shouldn't be experiencing it. It Almost in a way creates an entitled attitude That we shouldn't be experiencing suffering and we should talk about it or vocalize it and so that's the first thing and i have some scriptures here that i want to read to you guys about suffering and so this is in first peter 4 12 through 13 dear friends do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you But rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. And I thought that this was a perfect verse for talking about suffering because, and especially as Christians, how are we presenting our suffering when we're posting it on social media? And um, I recently... Um, posted something on social media. The last two months I've been talking about our journey. And today I actually posted something. And Thomas left to work early. And the boys were having a really, really hard day. They both had really bad attitudes. It was not a great morning. And I don't think you have to sugarcoat things. But we're making blueberry waffles and we're sitting at the table. And... I could have chosen in that moment to um, be really sad about the situation that I'm in my heart is really really longing for my home I miss my house I miss having a home I miss having space to cook my kids meals and I could cry talking about it cuz like my heart is longing for the next season but we're not there yet and so I took pictures of us doing our blueberry waffles and I posted on my Facebook talking about two months in the trailer and there's two routes I could have taken I could have taken the route of this is really really hard and my boys had the worst attitudes today and you know I how bad it was but what I did is I Posted this post and I I'll tell you guys what my post said I'm pulling it up here. So it'll take me a second here, but I said two months in the trailer uh, Today we're making something along the lines of blueberry pancakes, uh, blueberry waffles something that we do Oh, so th- here is what it says The <laughs> Two months these are a lot of our mornings living in the trailer Finding new ways to make waffles with whatever fruits are in the fridge Dad has been up early most days heading to work to provide for us or working late to finish our home, and even though it hasn't been perfect, it has been an amazing opportunity to teach the boys about gratefulness and also about how Jesus provides for us. As a mom, it's been a stretch at times. I haven't handled it perfectly, but I'm grateful that I get these moments to grow and show my kids what being a faithful homemaker can be even when I mess up. We are so grateful that the Lord has given us this season to stretch and grow an amazing example and a dad who works so hard to provide, not only for us by working his job faithfully, but also working so hard to provide a home for us that we will soon get to move into. God is so good. And granted, no, I'm not telling you like, oh, I posted this because of that verse. I actually didn't see this verse until I came here to record the podcast, but I had two I had two choices as someone who has my faith and who is walking out my relationship with God. I could have chosen to gone the opposite route, and I have in the past. I've just posted something being like, honestly, this is really hard and it sucks. And, you know, if we're really thinking about it, every in everything we do, God calls us to do it for His glory. And there's definitely been times in my suffering where I haven't been as connected to my relationship with God. And I haven't been able to bring him glory because I wasn't in the word as much as I needed to be. And so I missed opportunities to bring glory to God through my situation. And I just love that this verse, First Peter, talks about it. Do not be surprised. <laughs> as if, as though something strange were happening to you. But how many times do we get in these positions of suffering that we act as if something strange were happening to us? And, you know, I've been in these these situations too where I've had conversations with people and then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a normal part of life. But some people don't get that and they seem to really get hung up on these things that are happening are happening, and I think for me, I have found that when I don't have the Christ perspective that is centered on what suffering should look like, then when I do go through seasons of suffering, I don't have the right perspective, and that often comes out on how I post on my social media account. And so today, I was at a festival with my sister, and I saw this store and I it was a new store on the street and I was like, you know what, I really wanna I really want to go into this store and check it out. And totally did not expect to find anything in there. I thought it was a plant store to be honest, but they actually had devotionals in there from the Daily Grace Co. And I want to share with you guys an excerpt that I'm reading through this. And so this is called this is the devotion called Fighting with Faith, a study on the book of Philippians, and at first, I was going to grab the one that was about Ephesians because I really love the book of Ephesians. But I was like, you know what? I love that title, Fight with Faith. And so um, I was reading through the book of, of Philippians and then I went to read the devotional part for today. So this one was talking about the book of Philippians and said, Have you ever received a thank you note or kind letter from a friend? The words sweep you up in a warm embrace and they convey how how loved and cared for you are. These letters can bring about an overwhelming sense of joy as they remind you of the kinship you have with a friend. Uh, Paul's letter to Philippians is just that. Um, So Philippians is a letter that Paul wrote to the Christian church in Philippi. And it was a letter he wrote to be an encouragement to them. And so in the book of Philippians, if you haven't read it, he's really encouraging them to stand firm because they're facing some persecution and trials because they are living in a time and an area, the area that the Philippians lived in were fiercely loyal to Rome. And so it's very countercultural for this church in their area to be a, loyal to Christ to be doing something that's countercultural, cultural and they just needed some encouragement. So that is what this letter to Philippians is. It's Paul writing a very encouraging letter to them. And so I want to share with you this next little, I'm going to kind of pick around here and share with you, um, excerpts from this devotional, um, from the daily grace Co. So quote, however, this letter is not about Paul it is about Christ. In the letter, Paul does not shine the spotlight on himself, nor does he fill its pages with the rudimentary ideology that tells the church to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Instead, he turns the focus to Jesus Christ as the ultimate means of encouragement, True Christian encouragement does not lie in an exhortation to rely on our own strengths, but on the Lord's strength. So this really stuck out to me. And really, especially since I've been thinking about doing this podcast, talking about suffering, I was like, okay, God, this is like really something that you have on my mind lately of how am I presenting my suffering? Because I have gone through situations in suffering that I have not glorified Christ where my actions have not been glorified by how I've acted and obviously got his grace for that I am not saying that if you've you've suffered and you're going through a really hard time and you have done things that God cannot be glorified in that or that you should be ashamed but I thought that this was very interesting that they pointed out that Paul did not make this letter about suffering about himself because Paul, uh, if you haven't read Philippians, Paul is in jail. Paul has been tortured. He has been beaten. He has been shipwrecked. He has gone through all these situations of suffering. And I think we as people can do this too, where we have gone through a lot of suffering and we just, in a way, want to be like recognized for the suffering we've gone through because we want to feel like our suffering isn't in vain. So you almost feel like, oh, I've been through this suffering, or I had this happen to me, or that person said that really mean thing to me. And we kind of want to have, like, in a way, this in our minds, we don't want to feel like it's all invisible or that no one has seen it, you know? And instead of making this letter all about himself, he encouraged the people of Philippians instead of being like, wow, you guys, you are complaining, and I'm literally in jail. Like, think about it. Like, I, in my head, I'm reading this, and reading Philippians, and it's such an encouraging letter, but imagine if Paul was writing this letter, and he was writing this letter on his Facebook. Paul has been jailed, and now he's hearing about a a church that is, you know, feeling persecuted because they're being ostracized for following Christ, and you know, I just imagine what his Facebook post could have been being like, guys, suck it up. I'm literally in jail right now. And you're complaining about being uncomfortable, but he doesn't do that. He, he brings glory to Christ and he turns the focus to Jesus Christ as the ultimate means of encouragement. He doesn't make it about himself. He doesn't make it about the things that he is going through. He instead He has the Christ-centered perspective. And I think we forget that we are supposed to carry that Christ-like perspective through every season that we go through, not just the good ones. So in the good times, of course, it's easy to say, God is so good. Thank you, God. But even in our suffering, we are called to glorify Christ. And so, um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to find this next part of this, um, The phrase phrase, in Christ is repeated throughout this letter as a reminder that everything the Philippians have and can do is because their position of position in Christ. And so to be rooted in Christ is to be united in Christ through his death and resurrection. So quoting this again just talking about how in Philippians he's talking about in Christ because everything we have and can do is because of our positions in Christ we are to be rooted and I talk about this in uh, another podcast what are we rooted in and so is to to be rooted and to be rooted correctly in Christ is to be united in Christ through his death and his resurrections and so Us as believers, um, quoting the Bible study again, believers are joined with Christ through faith and by his grace. We live in him and he lives within us. This is the truth of the gospel. And so Paul is just doing a beautiful job of pointing them back to Christ and to remind them of what we have in Christ. And I think sometimes... We forget in our seasons of suffering to remind ourselves of that and to um, remind ourselves of where we're rooted in. And so um, I'm going to read this last little excerpt for you guys in this book, and then I'll come back. This is just so good. I had to share it with you guys. So, so Paul weaves these themes throughout the book to continually encourage the Philippians to stand firm in their circumstances By reminding the church of what they possess in Christ, the Philippians were encouraged to hold fast to the gospel and remain rooted in their position in Christ. It is about Christ. From the depths of the gospel, Paul draws upon truth to pour into the Philippians' lives and understanding. Um, It's just so beautiful to me how they weave... um, this book of Philippians and how it is just so encouraging. Um, And how Paul, he had every opportunity to make it about himself. And I think that when we post on social media, obviously it's our pages. We're not necessarily writing letters to people, but I think sometimes when we're posting on social media, we're like, well, it's my page. I don't care. But Other people are going to read that. And whether or not we want it to affect other people, it is going to affect them. And are they reading just something that is this selfish desire of wanting self-pity or this selfish motivation behind whatever suffering to get recognition? And why why are we posting um, the suffering that we are experiencing? Are we posting this suffering because... You know, is how are we bringing glory to God in that? Is this purely just, you know, like, I'm having a really hard day and this is really sad? Or is your motivation behind it to bring glory to God? And I think a lot of times we as Christians can allow ourselves to post things because we just want, like, help or we just want encouragement. And we forget that even in our sufferings we're called to have a Christ-like perspective. And so I just really wanted to remind and kind of exhort Christians in a way of this today. Um, And I just wanted to encourage you as well. So the last thing I'll read to you, I promise that this is the last thing I will share out of this. So Paul's Emphasis, this is from Fighting With Faith um, from Daily Grace Co., so, Paul's emphasis on the gospel declares to us how the foundation of Christian living is the, is the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The salvation given to us by his work on the cross is our means for true joy, unity, friendship, and perseverance. We cannot live a life worthy of the gospel apart from him, and he must be at the center of all we do. Like the Philippians, we will experience suffering, persecution, and hardship But we are equipped to stand firm. We are given the glorious person in Jesus Christ. In him we have all things. In him we are united. And so we cannot live a life worthy of the gospel apart from Christ. That is so correct. Correct. He has to be at the center of everything we do. And like the Philippians, as we hear, we're going to experience suffering, persecution, and hardship. But I think we need to remember that we are equipped to stand firm if you're experiencing suffering today i think a lot of times we forget that we are equipped to stand firm we have the bible we have the word and that should equip us in how we handle and how we post everything that we are doing and so what is your perspective about suffering and what is your perspective on experiencing suffering And I think that this is a great reminder, even from the book of Philippians, of how can we walk out our suffering in a way that is glorifying to God? Are you just suffering and are you having this worldly perspective? Because I feel like a lot of the worldly perspective with suffering is, is I need to talk about this. I'm going to, I feel like this worldly idea of suffering is, you know, post about it, share about it, get sympathy. And there is this motive behind it that is a worldly motivation. What is your motivation in sharing your suffering? Is it to encourage? Is it to bring glory to God? Or is it purely just a selfish motivation? And I don't say that in a way of like, you know, because I've done it too of where I posted things selfishly out of a selfish motivation. And it has really been convicting to me of what am I sharing and what is my heart motive behind that? And I think sometimes we honestly do need help and we need to ask for help. But I also think sometimes we we have this situation that is a suffering moment that honestly just feels too juicy, juicy to not share. And um, I think we forget as Christians that we are called to suffer well. We are called to suffer in a way that will bring glory to God and so second corinthians 1 3-4 says praise be to the god and father of our lord jesus christ the father of compassion and the god of all comfort who comforts comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from god so i think we need to remember that when we're suffering we can go to god for comfort and receive it and that is enough i think sometimes We look for this external comfort and we want to feel comforted by sharing the struggle so we can get that validation from outside sources. But it doesn't satisfy. You just go through the next event and you are seeking out more comfort and it's never enough. External uh, validation or that comfort from outside sources will never be enough. But we have a Father who's the ultimate compassion that can give us the compassion and empathy that we're seeking for because God died for our sins. I think sometimes we don't have a solid enough faith in trusting that that is enough for us to bank on in that circumstances. So instead of being able to rely on that compassion and empathy that God has and can identify with our sufferings, we instead look for it in an external place. And I have done this of where it's like God can't identify with my suffering. He can't understand labor. God can't understand being a mom, but he can because God has gone through everything. And he can comfort me in all those situations. So when I've had those sufferings that have happened that don't feel fair, of where someone has done something to me that really feels unfair, instead of you know posting about it or griping about it or where... You know, I recently had a situation happen that really, really hurt, and I really wanted to post about it, and I didn't. You know, I was like, God, this really, really is hurting me, and I this is, in my mind, a suffering where I feel like I've been wronged. But I just have to trust in you and hand this over because I I dealt with the situation and I didn't like how I dealt with the situation. And then I was angry at myself and I wanted that vindication or that, you know, I wanted to cause more of like a disruption. But I knew that that was not the place or time to do it. So I relied on God and I had to rely on that he could understand that what I was going through wasn't necessarily so pleasant. But that he was enough and that he could truly understand the situation that I've been through. So, as a Christian, how, how are we suffering? And what is your perspective around suffering? Are you someone that is posting with a selfish selfish motivation because you want someone to identify, to relate? Or are you are you having your solid foundation in Christ? Do you trust that God can identify with anything that you're suffering with and that he can be near-hearted to you and comfort you in the suffering that you're going through? Or are you posting it on social media seeking external um, compassion? Not saying that that's wrong. You know, if your Facebook is truly all just like believers who can truly understand where you're coming from, um, I think it is okay to share those things. I, I share my struggles all the time. But more and more often lately, instead of my posting about my hard circumstances, making about how hard it is and just how rough it is, I am finding myself praising God in my sufferings. And that has been a huge shift for me from posts in the past. And there are things I haven't talked about that have been things that I have experienced that I've been suffering that were not fun that I truly only shared with maybe one or two people and it was like oh like I want to like talk about this and make it more public and honestly I'm finding myself more and more at peace where instead of needing to like post a suffering or something I'm going through as a trial and making it about feeling like I need this external validation I am instead turning it around and praising God and glorifying him that I am being presented with this suffering and I don't I'm not perfect and even in Philippians as I was reading through Philippians Paul was talking about this too Paul was talking about how he didn't count himself as perfect in this and he talked about in the end of Philippians I'm trying to flip there now so I can talk to you guys about it this is such a long podcast guys I'm so sorry please bear with me um, so he was talking about straining towards a goal. And this is Philippians three twelve. And he said, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. And um, he says, brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own. But one thing I do for getting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies behind And, you know, there's other chapters that Paul has talked about the things that he has suffered about. He has talked about it, but he always brings it back. Paul is such a good example of suffering well. Um, and in this book, he constantly says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And for someone who has faced so much suffering that has every right to be bitter and angry, who has every right to tell everyone else, no, 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 you don't get to complain. I've gone through the worst. I was shipwrecked. No, 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 no. Instead, he uses his suffering to encourage other people and to point them back to God and I just think that that is such a beautiful example of us as Christians and how we um, can endure suffering when you truly bank on the promises of God and so today I just want to encourage you just like Paul is encouraging the people of Philippians of to stand firm and you are equipped to handle whatever you are suffering And I just think Paul is just so good about extorting people. And I really admire that in him because he goes on this beautiful back and forth in Philippians of reminding people and then coming back and saying, you know, therefore, my beloved, as you've always obeyed. So now not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence. And then he goes back and says, do all things without grumbling and complaining and disputing. And he goes this, it's this beautiful back and forth of exhorting and admonishing and then also really encouraging. And I hope that I can be kind, a little bit like Paul to you today and encourage you and remind you to stand firm and also to be mindful of what you're posting on social social media when it comes to your sufferings. If a non-believer were to read your post and they know you believe in Jesus and they're seeing you post these things about your trials. What are they taking away from your your posts? Are they taking, are they taking out? Oh, this person is seeking pity. I'm not saying that we don't need pity, but is this is someone going to read your post and see that you rely on Christ, or that? you know you are seeking it from other places are they going to see that you have the fruits of the spirit and how are they going to see how you experience suffering you know some of the people that i admire most who have suffered a lot are the people that have endured their suffering really well there are people that i've looked at that have gone through a lot of really bad things i'm like oh my goodness that person is so bitter and so angry and or that person is so you know th- yeah maybe they have gone through a lot of things but the people that I admire most in in that they've suffered a lot are the people that can suffer really well and I'm not saying you should you know we shouldn't um, want to suffer we sh- it's not the top of our list right but how are we suffering are are we suffering well and banking on the Lord and his promises? And how is that coming out on social media? And what is that showing about our hearts as Christians? So as a fellow Christian mom to you today, I just want to encourage you to examine your heart and examine uh, what is overflowing from your heart when you're going through suffering. What is your perspective around suffering? Is your perspective one that leaves you feeling entitled, entitled? that has you feeling like you what is your heart motive behind sharing those sufferings and to also look at Philippians read the book of Philippians I just want to encourage you if you are someone that struggles with suffering and facing sufferings to read Philippians because it is such a good example of how to go through suffering and so I just want to read this one last time from my devotion I'm sorry guys um, it says The salvation given to us by his work on the cross is our means for true joy, unity, friendship, and perseverance. Like the Philippians, we will experience suffering, persecution, and hardship, but we are equipped to stand firm. So, as you're going through your weeks, as you're experiencing your sufferings, and you're deciding what to share, how you want to share it, I just want to remind you that whatever you're facing today, you are equipped to stand firm. That your salvation that has been given to us by his work on the cross, it's our means for true joy, unity, friendship, and perseverance, even when you're experiencing really, really hard things. And um, yeah, I just really wanted to encourage you in that today. And that's just really been on my heart because I'm just seeing more and more Um, people posting about their sufferings and I have shared my fair share of my sufferings about my miscarriage I always tend to lean on the side of being an optimistic. I am very blessed that God has given me healing and that, but there's definitely been areas in my life where I had to work through a lot of bitterness to be able to get there. There was areas of my miscarriage that I could not post about because I had to work through bitterness specifically with seeing pregnant women. And my heart honestly was really, really bitter and I did ugly in a big sense. And I had to work through those areas. I had to submit those areas to Christ and he had to scrub those areas clean for me. And maybe you have an area in your life of where you've experienced some suffering that has left behind some scars of bitterness and some scars of jealousy of maybe feeling like maybe other people have it easier than you. And I just want to pray over you today. If you feel like this is an area you struggle with of where maybe your life circumstances do seem really unique. Maybe your suffering seems worse than everyone else's. Maybe you truly feel like your suffering is the one unique case that makes you different than the rest. I hope that this podcast can encourage you to know that you are not alone. And that should be a comforting thing. You know, we shouldn't want to sit here and point out all the ways that our suffering is makes us somehow unique. But we can look at Christ and we can look at Paul and be encouraged that Paul had every right to point in people's faces about how his suffering was the worst. He could have held on to that pain, but he gave that pain back to Christ. And you can give your pain and your bitterness and those hurt areas and trust God with them. And he will be gracious in bringing healing healing into those areas of your life so that you don't need to view suffering that way and you don't need to hop on Facebook every time you have something going on because I know I've been there I've done that I've gone through hard seasons of where maybe Thomas is working a lot Thomas is working a lot right now and I have every right to hop I feel like you know I have every right to hop on Facebook and say I had to put the boys to bed for the last you know how many months and you know you know when you feel like you have every right to post these things now I get to say I get the privilege of putting my boys to bed and being a mother and that is incredible so let me just pray over all of you today that are suffering and going through things I might not know what it is but I just want to pray over you today and just pray over your heart dear Jesus thank you so much today that you have experienced every form of suffering that you can identify with every person that is listening to this today that is going through suffering. I just pray that you would just put it on our hearts of how are we experiencing suffering in a social media age and day that tells us that we should be posting everything on Facebook and validating every emotion Um, And I just pray that you would point out the areas of hearts that are posting suffering in a way that does not have the right heart motive behind it. That as Christians, we would seek to glorify you in everything that we do, even in our sufferings. I thank you that you give us the perfect example in Paul, someone that suffered a lot, that had every reason to be bitter and angry but you gave us a good example and someone that exhorted us and admonished us so well to just stand firm in the faith and remind us that you have made us uh, uh, equipped to endure the suffering that we're going to face I just pray for some anyone that feels like they're struggling in this area of where maybe they're going through some really hard seasons of where the, maybe you just feel like you cannot handle life right now and you just want to you just want to get it off of your chest or post about it. I just pray that any areas of bitterness or hurt that you are feeling that you would know that you can hand those areas to Jesus and that Jesus Says that vengeance is mine. Maybe there is something that you're suffering in that maybe God needs to take vengeance for you or make it right. And I just pray for anyone that is dealing with bitterness that has dealt with heartbreak of where life has just simply not felt fair. I just pray that you would speak to their hearts and help them to open up their hands around whatever they're holding so tightly on. And know that it is okay to hand that over to God, that you don't have to hold on to that suffering, that God can heal you and take that bitterness and that pain away so that you can be comforted in him and that you can hand that over and have healing in your life. I just thank you, God, that you have given us the keys and the way of the Bible to show us how to suffer well. And I just pray that you would remind us that we are called as Christians to suffer well and to help us be a light in a world that is already so dark that when we are posting on social media that we can be lights when we are sharing our trials and our suffering instead of just being another blip on the Instagram page or the YouTube page or the Facebook page wherever we're posting that we could be a light to bring glory for you in a world that needs your joy and your hope instead of just posting another aimless thing Lord and thank you so much Lord for convicting me in this and letting me talk to you guys about it in Jesus name amen so I just want to share with you guys one other verse before we go for the day I haven't shared verses for a little while I've kind of just been sprinkling them throughout as I pray as I pray for you guys or throughout the um, podcast but today I want to share with you guys one of my favorite verses and this is in James and it is James 1 um, 2 through 5 and I actually have this one memorized, so I'm not even going to read it off of the page. So this one says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So this is a verse that has encouraged me from my childhood. I grew up in a really rough childhood and I would read this verse and I would say to myself consider it, consider it pure joy. God says pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. And I think that if you want to read this verse and make it your verse for your season of suffering, maybe you're going through some pretty deep suffering, I would highly recommend James. One, two through five, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. And this is so true in my life. The sufferings I have gone through have never been for a waste and they've always developed perseverance in my faith. And so whatever you're going through right now, I just want to encourage you in that. So take this verse with you as you're experiencing sufferings through your week and just be thoughtful and Consider it to how you're posting your sufferings on social media. Are you being a light? Are you glorifying God? Do you have a God-centered perspective on suffering? Or are there some areas that you need to evaluate in your heart like I had to? And how can we realign our hearts with God's will for what truly we should experience and endure through our suffering. And are you equipped with everything you need from God's word to endure that suffering well and bring glory to God? Okay, guys, so that is today's podcast. Super long, 50 minutes, but it needed to be this long. Thank you guys for being here. I just wanted to share one other resource before I go. And it is the devotional that I'm reading because I pulled a ton of material from this today. So I obviously want to quote them and tell you guys where to find them at. So today's, uh, a lot of today's material was supplied by... Um, This devotional that I'm doing from the Daily Grace Co. Um, I was already going to do this podcast, but this just fully affirmed it and gave me some more insight on it. And that's called Fighting With Faith, a study on the book of Philippians. So you can get this book from the Daily Grace Co. You can find them on Instagram and they have a website, the Daily Grace Co. So pick up that. A devotional if you want to learn more about fighting with faith the study on the book of philippians and go follow them on instagram as well and thank you the daily grace co for being such an amazing source for so many amazing devotionals i have so many things from them that i've shared on my instagrams they have so many great resources for christian families and this one was a really great one that really spoke to me as well so guys i just want to send you off have a great week make sure to go follow me over on instagram at refined purpose And I will see you guys next time. Hold up. Wait a second, guys. I want to tell you guys some awesome features that makes Anchor one of the best platforms for launching your podcast. If you've ever thought about launching a podcast like I did, maybe you've looked at different platforms and the first thing you'll notice about a lot of the different platforms is they're really, really confusing, but Anchor makes it so, so easy with all of your editing tools, like editing your audio putting in music and even video tools that can make your podcast unique to you and make it pop so if you're looking to start your own podcast i highly suggest trying out anchor signing up today for free and start your podcast it's just that easy start and sign up today